From tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. The Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, digital meteorologist and weather producer on the Weather Channel app, Dina Knightley, former on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel, Kim Cunningham, meteorologist and social media manager at Agora Pulse, Jen Watson, and I'm your announcer and Skywarn Network coordinator, Mark Johnson. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, Skywarn Storm Spotter and Chaser, Phil Johnson. Hey, welcome everybody to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast, brought to you by the Drive Weather app. Find the safest time to leave as you travel this holiday season by viewing the weather along your trip with the Drive Weather app. It's available on iOS and Android, and you can learn more at driveweatherapp.com. So uh, welcome to the show. So we've got uh, lots of other shows in our hopper. If you go to stormfrontfreaks.com, you'll see the whole library of all of our past shows with some great weather guests like the Weather Channel's meteorologist Jen Carfagno and Hurricane Tracks' Mark Suddeth. Uh, to name a couple of them, but this tonight is episode 95. We're almost into triple digits, and we're with Pawnee Storm Chasers. Parker Coppice is with us tonight, so we're going to look forward to talking to Parker. Uh, we're also going to make sure we go through our lightning round game show with him, and if uh, you hang on, we've got our famous hashtag weather fools, and coming out of the garage is good old oh. Weather Trollbot 5000 for your holiday your Christmas favorite, pleasure. Man. This is why I drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I'll tell you this, so we're finishing up the year. This is the last show of the, of the year. Uh, I want you to stay tuned for 2020, guys. we got some great announcements. Number one, about our 100th episode party that we're going to be having in Oklahoma City on March 6th. So we'll give you some more details about that and how you can join all of us freaks we're, uh, we're flying and driving into Oklahoma City that weekend uh, to record our 100th episode. And, of course, we're going to do it at a brewery. No other, yes. no better place to do it. And we've already got some great guests coming up in 2020, like uh, Hurricane Man Josh Morgerman. We've also got ABC's Ginger Z and the Weather Channel's Jim Cantori nice. uh, that are going to be with us. So we got a, a great lineup already getting started. So uh, what we want to do before we get into the show quick is introduce... Who's here tonight? Uh, find out all of our co-hosts that are with us. And we do that because it's always happy hour. It doesn't matter what time we're recording. And as Mass talked about, we encourage you guys, if you if you happen to be listening to us on a podcast app like Apple Podcasts, feel free to slow this down to half speed <laughs> That's right. as we talk about what we're drinking because it sounds uh, amazing. Yeah. It really does. So let's find out what people are drinking. MJ is here tonight from Minnesota. MJ, what do you got? Good evening. I'm back to a Captain and Coke, this time in a fun silicone cup. Oh, so wow, it doesn't yeah. make noise when I set it down. Hmm. That's 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 kind of a neat thing. Never seen that before. Feels yeah. good in your hands, doesn't it? Interesting. It does. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maz, Maz in Cincinnati, buddy, what are you drinking tonight? Got a little Colonel Taylor small batch. Oh, on the Colonel rocks. Taylor. Ah, Colonel that? Taylor. That's a bourbon, baby. Wow. That is from, from, where? Uh, from Buffalo Trace, Kentucky. We did a little visiting down there and uh, came back with something special. So a little, a little kernel. <laughs> Perhaps I over over poured tonight. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see how you do like, a little bit later. Uh, yeah. uh, and then and then we're uh, we're joined now and and uh, our one of our brand new co-hosts with us, uh, Tornado Hunters Greg Johnson, uh, part of our team. Now we're excited to have him on board. But Greg, up in Canada, baby, what are you drinking? Man. Well, I'm again. I'm drinking Canadian whiskey. I gotta got to keep the brand going, uh, but this time I'm I'm mixing it with some ginger ale. It's that time of year, so mm, it's good. delicious. It's that time of year for if you're mixing. Is that ginger what ale. you're saying or what? Ginger ale, ginger ale. Okay. I don't know. I think a ginger ale is a holiday kind of really? beverage. Okay. Yeah. All right. You Canadians Cheers. have the most amazing yeah. holidays. Cheers. Well, and then uh, we always uh, we always tell our guests. I at least tell our guests. You know, I tell them about what we do, and it's always happy hour. And I tell them, hey, join us if you'd like. Uh, some do, some don't. But I've got a strange, funny feeling that our guest tonight, Parker, uh, might be joining us at the bar. What are you drinking, Parker? I have a single malt Scotch whiskey. Not I'm drinking out of the glass here. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the Balvenie Double Wood, and it's a 12 aged uh, Scotch. So they age it nice. in cherry oak wow. and American oak. 
Right. Hey, you, you can pour it out of that bottle as many times as you want and tell yourself you're drinking it out of the glass. And I, saw, I yep. saw a straw, didn't I? <laughs> <a straw>. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, let, let's uh, let's, Yo, let's do this. Matt, actually, okay, I'll throw out what I'm drinking. Yeah. So I found I found this. Uh, it it it's Captain Morgan, but it's gingerbread Captain Morgan spiced yeah. rum. Uh, for the holidays, which is great. And then you, you guys might have seen, you know, they got some of the holiday sodas out now, like the cranberry sprites and hard to find. And and I found cinnamon Coca-Cola. Wow. So mix a little cinnamon Coca-Cola and gingerbread Captain Morgan, and you got yourself quite a holiday Captain and Coke. Yeah, it's really good. So I gotta go get more because I don't All know right. how limited that is. But yeah. Uh but Maz, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce Parker? Awesome. Thank you very much. Parker Coppice is the founder of Pawnee Storm Chasers in Colorado and is a United States Army veteran who was a paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne Division. Thank you for your service, sir. He is uh, pursuing a bachelor's degree in meteorology and is an avid photographer, videographer of severe weather. Well, Parker, welcome to the show, man. I, I, I want to let everybody know what, you know, one of the things that uh, caught my attention from Parker um, uh, seeing on, on Twitter and social media, being a part of the Pawnee Storm Chasers. Uh, he made a post here, this is probably a, a month or two back, and, and I just, Parker, I'm going to play this for our audience because I think not only was this a very strong, powerful, and, and brave post that I really think is going to make a difference for a lot, a lot of other people, my friend. But I, I want to start with this because I think the rest of the story that we're going to be talking about with you uh, about what you're doing with storm chasing and weather and all the f cool, fun stuff you're doing uh, is kind of tied to this. And so I, I wanted to start with this. So I'm going to play for everybody uh, Parker's post. Hey, guys, it's Parker. So I'm going to tell you a little story. Um, this is a very deeply personal story for me, and uh, it's taken me a while to kind of gather up the courage to explain it, but um, this is for anybody out there, even if you're not into storm chasing or storm photography, but this is kind of a story that I want to tell you so that if you're in a dark place in your life right now, you can find a purpose, find a passion, find something that you're just crazy about, and then just follow it, just full send, go right after it. So I got out of the Army in 2016. And um, I had no purpose in life. I didn't know what to do with myself because I was so used to being told what I needed to do. So I took my iPhone out to the Pawnee National Grasslands, which is my favorite place in the world out in northeastern Colorado there. That's actually what our team's named after. And um, I was feeling really sad, uh, really depressed, just down in the dumps. I'd stopped going to the gym and all that stuff. So I took my phone out there and I was going to take some pictures, see what I could find. Um, and turns out a storm was coming down from Wyoming. Uh, and this was a couple years back. So it's been a while. I've, I've learned a lot since then, but I got to see my first thunderstorm up close in person out in the middle of the plains. Um, and I was really depressed and I was starting to kind of have suicidal thoughts pop up at the time. And, um, storm chasing is literally what saved my life. Um, so yeah, it's pretty hefty, but uh, I, I guess I just kind of want to explain to you guys that even if you're feeling sad, even if you're feeling really depressed, or if you're feeling suicidal, talk to someone. That would be the first thing I'd recommend, and if that's not helping as much, go to therapy. Um, and if that's still not helping, I would recommend finding a passion. So storm photography is my passion, and meteorology is now going to be my major. So there you go. That's how I got into storm chasing, because I was a sad guy, and I needed something to do. So there you go. Um, yeah. So if you're sad, if, if you ever see this video and you're sad, just message me on this Twitter. I always have my phone and I always answer messages. <laughs> so yeah, I hope you guys have a good one and yeah. Enjoy the nice relaxing Colorado weather today. I think it got up to like 68 degrees today. So that was pretty nice. Cool. So <clears throat> Parker, I, so I said, I, you know, I thought that was really powerful and mental health has has really become, uh, which I'm happy about, a much more open topic for lots of people. We've had Ginger Zeon, for example, and and obviously her book really highlighted um, the mental health challenges that she's been fighting and going through in her life. So it's it's all over weather and 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 weather and meteorology can be very stressful as well, which which sometimes can can lead to that. But 
I, I want to know this. So, so you found a passion. Tell me, I guess, where you were when you when you were leading up to that point that you went and saw that storm. And and really tell me about that day. What were those feelings like and how did how did that make a switch for you? Um, do you mean like uh, physically and mentally, both of those? Yeah, yeah, both. I mean, you know, what, where, where were you up to that day? What, what was the challenges you were facing? And then tell me about that day, because that day seemed like a really powerful day for you. Yeah, um, so just to kind of like sum it up, uh, I was medically discharged from the Army because I witnessed a friend of mine attempting to commit suicide, um, and I stopped that from occurring went through a bunch of therapy during my medical discharge process. And then uh, when I got out, I came home and I was with my parents for a bit. And uh, <clears throat> I got an iPhone 8 Plus and I saw that it had a pretty good camera on it. So I decided to go out to the Pawnee National Grasslands where I used to go shooting all the time. And uh, I was out there just kind of checking out things, seeing what I could find pictures of. And then I didn't even know it, but this gigantic, uh, you know, linear storm came down from uh, Wyoming up in the Cheyenne area. And uh, it was just kind of like time lapsing a roll cloud that was out in front of it. And then I looked to my left and I saw the huge spread of that QLCS just kind of coming at me. And I was just awestruck. Um, so I had to drive through it to get back home because there was only one highway that went back and it was Highway 14. And uh, it was just intense. Um, visibility dropped to maybe less than 100 feet couldn't see anything. And it was just, it was super insane. And, uh, it, that moment was when I realized that I loved meteorology. Um, so over the course of time with talking with family and friends, they were like, Hey, I know you want to be a pilot and stuff, but you seem to be more obsessed with meteorology than anything else. And so then I started pursuing my career in meteorology, hopefully. Well, and pilot and <clears throat> excuse me, meteorology go hand in hand. I mean, you got to get the weather side of it down to become a pilot. So that's, mm -hmm. that's just going to help all around. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah Parker, one of the things, uh, you know, as a photographer, I didn't come to what I'm doing either as a, as a meteorologist, I, that, that all came afterwards. And like Maz said, if you want to get the best photos, if you want to get to the right spot, you have to understand the weather. And so the two really, uh, really do go hand in hand. And, uh, uh, it's a pretty powerful story you have there. I, I mean, I, I there used to be a time where uh, dudes would say to other dudes, you know, suck it up, right? Mm -hmm. Suck it up, and mm -hmm. you know that was that that was the mindset that people had, and and I'm sure that was no different in the U.S. military. That you know, yeah. And and it's really powerful that people now feel that they're able to tell their stories like you did publicly, because how many people are suffering? in silence right and and that, it's amazing story yeah were, were you... i really no go ahead go ahead Parker. um yeah i really like I, I was i was just putting it out there because i know that there was people out there, there there's tons of other people out there that um have a hard time dealing with depression and things like that um and i think i really truly i believe that the key to solving depression is finding something that you love to do um you know maintaining a good diet obviously you can't just rely on medicine. You need to find something that truly matters to you. Um, and I didn't realize it up until that point. Um, even when I was a kid, we had a mile wide wedge EF3 hit my town. I still didn't completely uh, love weather. I wasn't completely just blown away by it until I got older and was completely by myself out there. Um, and that was one of the most pivotal moments in my life incredible can't even describe it well that that's what i was going to ask you was was there nothing from a, a weather fascination standpoint prior to that day was there was it just kind of something that happened and didn't really interest you until that day or was there bits and pieces yeah so i always thought that weather was cool we used to go out on the front porch during thunderstorms and my mom and i would sit there and just listen to the storm and i was like yeah it's cool but until you're out in the middle of the plains, and Greg, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, until you're out in the middle of the plains and it's just you and maybe a couple friends and you've got this gigantic monster of a storm in front of you, until you feel that mortality, um, you don't truly understand the power of storms. Really get it. That, that's yeah. what I was going to ask too, because <clears throat> when you were saying, 
it's it was indescribable, but you'll never forget that feeling at the same time. Mm-hmm. When you realized you had to drive through it, it was there like a progression of, I don't want to say like a high, but almost, I mean, where oh, there's yeah. this unveiling mm-hmm. of emotion. And I mean, if you can just kind of take us back there for just a quick second, if whatever you can talk about. Um, yeah. So I guess basically, um, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm watching it come towards me. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. This is amazing. Um, it's beautiful. I couldn't even describe it. Greg, you know how Colorado is sometimes. Sometimes it just makes the most beautiful storm you'll ever see. Um, but then I was like, okay, well, this storm's going southeast and this highway only goes east and west. <laughs> I think I can avoid the hail core if I just blast west. And luckily the hail on that one was only peace. Very wind-driven as a linear storm would be. But when I was getting in there and I saw the visibility dropping down and my car started to kind of shake around because I drive a Chevy Cobalt, so I'm not driving <laughs> Ooh, a 50 pickup. Um, thankfully, I can drive in dirt, though. But, yeah, it's kind of like going through there. And I was like, holy crap, this is getting crazy. This is intense. And the hail is so loud on my car. I can't even hear myself think um, just because the hail is hitting the aluminum shell of my car. And I was like, you know, I can't do anything except for keep moving. Um, and then once I got out of it and I came around the outside of it, the backside by Alt, Colorado, which is just west of the Pawnee National Grasslands, um, I turned back and I pulled over and I was just watching the storm move away. And I saw the towers of the updrafts embedded through that that system just kind of moving away. And I was just like, you know, wow. <laughs> I can't so, even describe it, really. <laughs> so when when so tell me, Parker, when did you decide to start this Pawnee storm chasing team. What what led to that, and how did you find these other kooks that were willing to do this crazy storm chasing with you? Yeah, so uh, we actually, I think we founded the team officially in February, um, and I had been on a another small storm chasing team based out of Colorado Springs for a, a part of the 2018 season, um, and there was just some drama and stuff that I really didn't want to deal with, and so my buddy Brandon who is one of the, he's the goatee guy in our team. Um, I've been friends with that guy for 10 years now. So we're pretty close. He was like, why don't you, why don't we just start our own storm chasing team? We're doing everything on our own already. And so that's exactly what we did. And then I met Matthew O'Burke, who's actually watching the stream right now. He's a UNC university of Northern Colorado meteorology student. And I met him this last year. Um, and we just, instantly bonded because we both were just crazy about weather. Um, and so that's basically the makeup of our team. Um, but yeah. So what, what, what was the reason for creating it? So how, how, how do you guys structure your chases then, or, or what's, what's the purpose of the team itself? So the purpose of the team in general is just, you know, it, we kind of wanted to just, I really like the photography side of things and I wanted to show people how cool storms were. So, you know, I started with the iPhone, then I got a Nikon, and now I'm going to get a better Nikon, and so on and so forth. Um, and I just wanted it's to... It's a sickness. Age. It's a sickness, it Parker. It's, a, it's, a, it's a like a vicious it's, cycle. It's, it's an addiction, actually, yeah. Phil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so we started the page, or I started the page itself so that I could show people how it looked. And then I discovered the whole Storm Chaser community. And then it just kind of snowballed from there, and here we are now. Um Hey, can I can I just 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 jump in for a second? Because sure. uh, Parker, I want to, um, I just want to share a little bit of my experience because mm-hmm. I, I had not not the same experience as you, but I came into it not from a meteorology side, but from from the photography side. And you're talking about mental health, and you know, this is a really really difficult time to be doing this thing because everybody and his dog has a phone and and you know there's a, a an outbreak earlier this week and there's mm-hmm. hundreds of videos and thousands of photos that that uh that hit the airwaves and all of a sudden you know you start to second guess yourself am i any good at this thing why do i keep making mistakes is my photo as good as this next guy's photo and um mm-hmm. you know th- there's there's some mental health challenges around you know, keeping up with the Joneses, if you will. And uh, how have you, have you experienced any of that? Have you felt any of that? Like, Jesus, am I, am I, should I even be doing this? Yep. I have. Um, Let's see here. What was the time that I can recall from this last year here? 
Um, I would say there was a storm in Hugo, Colorado that was tornado warned and it had like an updraft streamer that was going into it. Um, and to me, it looked like a land spout. And so I posted on Twitter that possible land spout because I didn't want to say for sure because you know how that goes. Um, and then I, a couple people roasted and then one meteorologist stepped in and he said, oh, it looks like that's a mechanically created land spout because of the forward flank of the, the downdraft of the storm. Um, the updraft like, kind of like looped over it or something. So it was a mechanically created land spout, but I kind of had that moment where I was like, should I really be saying this? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting for Reed or somebody to put something out like confirmed tornado before I do it. Um, but the, the whole point of it now, it's evolved from just wanting to see it and tell people about it to wanting to capture the beauty of the storm rather than anything else. I mean, it's, it's just kind of like a, you guys are like my family, you know, because storm chasers are the people who I have bonded with outside of the army. Um, and I think the fact that we like to go follow storms and pursue tornadoes, which can kill you, it makes us a little extreme. Um, and I think that's what really attracted me to the, the storms. It's just like, this is intense, you know? Um, and then meeting other storm chasers. That's the best part of storm chasing. And I know Daniel Shaw mentioned that when he was on your show. It's all about the people you meet. The tornadoes are cool, but the people are the best part. Yeah. And we it already is. know you're courageous <clears throat> telling your story. And then in the summertime, storm chasing for days on end without bathing when it's over 100 degrees with other guys. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, that's a good segue for uh, all of our storm freaks and weather geeks <laughs> out there. Uh, AccuRite has a line of new merch with stickers and T-shirts that go on to help the National Weather Association Foundation with 20% of all the proceeds going to support them. So they've got some some really cool-looking, visually-looking stuff. So uh, first off, they've got a couple T-shirts. One says Weather Nerd on it, so you can just go ahead and flaunt your, your nerddom. Uh, the other one has a, a image of a tornado. Uh, but it's called the Severe Weather uh, Tornado T-shirt, and it's got different words within the tornado. It's kind of cool. But they also got a neat line of stickers, very colorful stickers. Uh, one says, I heart weather. Uh, there's, a, there's one that says, eyes on the sky. It's got a cool lightning bolt on it. There's a, there's a storm spotter. It says, Accurite storm spotter. It's got an image of a tornado on it, which is really cool. And then a junior weather watcher. So if you've got any kids, things like that, that uh, you want to call a junior weather watcher, this would be cool. And, of course, so storm chasers, you got to love the magnets, right, and the signs you can put on the side of your car. They, they actually have a storm spotter magnet that you can put uh, on, on your vehicle as well. So you can find all of these at Accurite.com. Remember, all the proceeds go to the National Weather Association Foundation. I'm sorry, 20% of those proceeds go to that. But get this, anything you get at Accurite.com, if you use the promo code PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, uh, use that at checkout, you're going to get 10% off uh, everything you're ordering. So go ahead and go to Accurite.com. Hey, we're going to take a break. we got to re uh, refill our drinks. I don't know about you, uh, but when we come back, we're going to be uh, right back with uh, Parker's Lightning Round. So be ready for that. Felicity.co is the leader in weather-themed clothing and accessories for the Stormfront Freak and you. Besides a creative line of weather-themed t-shirts, footwear, bags, and more, they also carry an exclusive line of Stormfront Freak's podcast gear and drinkware. Get a 10% discount on your entire order when you use the code DOWNLOAD at checkout. Listen for a new code each episode. That code again is DOWNLOAD. Find it all at Helicity.co. Everybody, uh, we are here with uh, Storm Chaser Parker Coppus. Uh, was that we had a loud audience, wasn't it? Yeah, they're, 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 they're up close. Fire. They're up close yeah. tonight. Uh, but anyway, so we're we're with Parker here from uh, the Pawnee Storm Chasers, and and Parker. So I want to know. So you're 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 a little new to the the storm chasing uh, uh, hobby, I guess. What 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 are you working on? What are you what are you right now? Where are you at in your storm chasing expertise that I put in air quotes? And and tell us what you're working on. What, what are you looking to be better at? Um, right now, my biggest focus is going to be photography, uh, 
composition for this next year. I'll be getting a better camera. I'm going to get the Nikon D7500 or the Nikon D750. Um, just because they can take for the, they can take time lapse, and the current camera I have cannot do that. Um, and I found myself in a position where time lapse would have been great. Um, that, and I just want to have, I just want to get better at photography in general because a lot of my earlier pictures from the season were very heavily edited, um, and I, that's the last thing I want. So I just want it to look natural. What What do those cameras cost? Because I have no idea. Oh, the D7500 with the 1680 millimeter lens that I want right now is going for 1400. And then the D750 with a 1680 is like 1700. Wow. So they're not cheap, but man, no. those full so, frame so, cameras. So I, I want to jump on that a little bit only. And, and, and you can, Greg, jump in on this as well. Um, because this, when I'm chasing, this is always, I'm, I'm juggling, uh, you know, my, my DSLR, I'm juggling my, my iPhone, my dash cam, and I'm trying to figure out which one do I want to try and get time lapses with, which one do I want to shoot with, which one. So Parker, what do you, how do you manage all that? And Greg, you can, you can jump in when he's done too. You mean like, what kind of gear do I bring with me? When yeah, I'm chasing? Like what, el what else are you, are you photographing and, and videotaping with? Um, Normally, I just have my iPhone if I'm doing like a short video clip or something to throw on Twitter. Um, but the only gear I really bring with me, I'm going to be bringing a first aid kit this next year because I didn't have one this year. Um, so we'll have that, the camera, and we all have our phones, and I just download offline Google Maps. So what So what are you scope. using your phone? So, so from again, from taking images, what are you using your phone for, and what are you using your camera for? Your Camera is still shot, sometimes video. If there's a good tornado, if I have a longer lens in there so I can kind of zoom in, get the sub vortices. Um, and then for my iPhone, it's just kind of like general video if there's something that I want to capture while the camera is busy with something. Okay, great. And so then, Greg, what are you, what are you using and, and which one are you using it for? Well, I'll tell you, I learned a long time ago that uh, jack of all trades, master of none, as they say. And uh, I made a decision a long time ago that I'm either going to shoot stills or I'm going to shoot video. And uh, I've got plenty of great storms that I've been to that I don't have any video of. And I've got plenty of great storms where I don't have any photos of them. I just have video because you really can't do them all justice. You just got to pick one and, and go for it. That's yeah, fascinating. That's when I'm fun. out, I'm using my phone pretty much for calls, maybe texting. <laughs> You know, <laughs> multitasking. Like, you know, yeah. Check your email, do you? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, I just, I, for me personally, I take so much pleasure uh, from, you know, getting that photo as Parker, as you described it, right? Like mm -hmm. actually being able to go back in time and, and look at that day from 2018 yep. or 17 or whatever. And, and yep. um, there's, uh, there's something, you know, I guess I think kind of romantic about, yeah. photography yeah. video yeah. love it you know get you get all the youtube views but i love the photography yeah definitely it, i that's why i take the pictures as well so that I, i'm doing it so i can show other people what it looks like and also for me so like for example i can frame it and then keep it so that way i can just always remember like oh i remember that you know yeah. it kind of sucks if you can't take pictures and video of it yeah you bet so hey i got a question for you uh, you might have saw on Twitter I made a post uh, that I would love for you to comment on here. If you could go back in time in the last 10 years, in the last decade, and revisit <laughs> any historical tornado event from the last 10 years, what would it be? Ray, Colorado, 2016. No hesitation. No hesitation at all. Nope. Not one bit. Yep. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, beautiful tornado. It was one of those dusty stovepipe. It went from like a super skinny, um, kind of a ropish thing, and then it went to a stovepipe that just got really wrapped in dust. And so you, there was so much dust that you could see the wind field in the tornado uh, wrapping it all up and around. It was just beautiful, beautiful tornado. Yeah, and did you see Reed's video of that? Oh, yeah, I did. I, yeah. I watched <laughs> it a few times. Ah, yeah. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, it was a good one. Oh, speaking of thunder snow, oh. uh, so it's about that time. It is time for our lightning round. So this is our game show of fun, flashy questions uh, for our guests. We always invite everybody to play along, uh, so you, you guys can all join in as well. Um, tonight, so, so Parker's got uh, obviously a military background, 
and I thought it might be fun to play a little game called Truth and Lies of Captain America. Ah. So the truth and lies of Captain America. So I don't I don't know how well you guys might know your Captain America, and not only just in the movies, uh, but in the comic books as well. We're gonna we're gonna see what Parker might know about Captain America. So I'm I, here's what I'm gonna do, Parker. I'm just gonna tell you a a, a, a fact, and and whether it's fact, it's a truth, or it's a lie, you just have to tell me. Is this a truth? About Captain America, or is it a lie? Is Keep your fair? hands off the keyboard. And and, <laughs> and you know, freaks, freaks, you can you can help him out if he seems to be struggling a little bit. Uh, well, that's debatable. Uh, you, you help you help me out, Matt. I know you're there, buddy. Don't <laughs> you can help that. him out there as well. So so Parker, here's the first one. Captain America. He was born on the Fourth of July. Is that a truth or a lie? Lie. That you would say that's a lie. <laughs> That is a really? truth. Captain America was actually born on the 4th of July. Yep. Parker, I even knew that day. one. Yeah, right. and he's Canadian. Right. Uh, and, we're, and we're off. Yeah, we're off to a rough start here. All right. His, <laughs> his identity has been held by 12 other people, including Bucky Barnes, who is the Winter Soldier, and Sam Wilson, who's Falcon. Uh, is that a truth about Captain America or a lie that that, that mantle's been held by 12 other people? Lie? You'd say a lie? lie? Lock it in. Dang. That that is true. Wow. Oh man. Twelve twelve uh twelve other people have held the mantle of Captain America, including the Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon, which I believe uh coming up a little plug they're not paying us, so I'm not gonna say what channel it's on, but uh there there's on uh, a streaming service. <laughs> Wait, there's, uh, there's payment? There's a show called like Winter Soldier and Falcon or something like that. Uh yeah. All right, here's the next one. Uh, he can run at a top speed of 40 miles per hour. Is that a truth or a lie about Captain America? I can't see it. I can't see it, Parker. That You'd say that's a truth? Could yeah. there be three <laughs> no's in a row? That is a lie. Get, so so here's the question. Here's the question. So he can run fast, but do you think he can run faster or slower than 40 miles per hour top speed? Just anybody. Slower. Um, faster. Cause yeah. I think I yeah. saw that on that. Yeah. He, he can run at he, 60 miles per hour. Yeah. He can run a mile a minute. Oh, uh, Phil, okay. I'm pretty sure you can run 40 miles an hour. Can't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's why I was surprised that Parker kind of didn't. Right. Yeah. He thought right. he said no, but anyway. All right. <laughs> In the comics, he wasn't actually a member of the original Avengers. Uh, so in the comics, Captain America, he was not, part of the original Avengers. Is that a truth or a lie? Hmm. What do you think, Parker? I can't help you out on this one. <laughs> Wasn't he uh, the first Avenger? Yeah, he should be. So that, that would be make it a lie then, right? He was. You, you the, think that's a, that he was a part of the original uh, in the comics, right? Yes. Uh, that is incorrect ticking me off Uh, in in the comics it was uh iron man ant-man hulk thor and the wasp were the original avengers captain america did not start even the power hey uh what's the score so far phil what's he at now Uh, i don't know Uh, usa zero canadian i'm not keeping track i'm not keeping track all right next one (laughs) this is an important one he can't get drunk no matter how much alcohol he drinks is that a truth or a lie why it's got to be Parker. Go with lie. It's true. All right, lie. It's true. true. You're going to say that's true. a lie? I told you. That is truth. His metabolism nice is so job, high, man. Captain America cannot That's why get they drunk. call me is that, Captain America. Is, is, is that an actual superpower that you can't get drunk? <laughs> it's not one anybody would want. That's... <laughs> All right. He was Okay, here's another good one. He was once addicted to super meth. Is that a truth or a lie? Lie. You say that's a lie. That, that was the truth. What? What? what are you talking when, about? Hey, in the comics, in the comics, when he wasn't paying attention to the effects of drugs in the U.S., uh, he got hooked up on super meth and. Parker, you're are you going for like? Are you trying to set an all-time record on Star Trek? <laughs> uh, hey, if I leave you helping him out. Okay. All right, uh, next next one. We got uh, a few more. Is ten here? Greatest foe. So would you say, uh, this is this a truth or a lie that his greatest foe was Thanos? Is that a truth or a lie of Captain America? 
Who is known as his greatest foe? Is it Thanos? Hmm. Hmm. It's a lightning round, Parker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's slow mo. You'd say that's his greatest foe. Sure. <laughs> you, could, you could tell by the way Phil says it. Oh, really? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm losing it here. Okay, we still got hope. You got three left, Parker. Oh, uh, oh by the way, it's a lie. It was Adolf Hitler is actually Captain oh, America's right. greatest yeah. foe. Because uh, oh, he was right. really okay. Mr. World War II. Right, yeah. All right, Chris Evans. So the mm. actor that played him in, in the movies uh, was paid $300,000 to play the title role in Captain America First Avenger. Is that a truth or a lie? That he was paid $300,000. Uh, I would say a lie. He probably would have paid a lot more than that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I'm sorry, but I he was like, he was paid three hundred thousand dollars in the this first. This is like movie. a coin that has the same thing on both sides. You're gonna hit uh, that button no matter a, what. Yep, there's a fifty-fifty shot. You got two two left. <laughs> All right, man. All right, Captain America was the oldest Avenger. Truth or lie? Truth. Probably, yeah. Truth. Yeah. Oh, no. Seriously. <laughs> I know Thor. where you live, man. Yeah, Thor, Thor is a few centuries uh, older <laughs> than Captain America is. All right, here's your last. We're, we're hanging on one more, buddy. This one's worth 10,000 points, this, though. This is, okay. right. This will this will bring right. back favor. Captain America First Avenger was the last Marvel movie distributed by Paramount Pictures. Truth or lie? Pick the opposite of what we were going to say. <laughs> So was was Captain America First Avenger was the last Marvel movie that was distributed by Paramount Pictures and not Disney. Truth or lie? Truth. Oh, Beautiful. Man, you you know how to just work yeah. work the crowd right to the very Finish end. Crowd. Wow, that was, that was amazing. Weather, man. I would have been all over that. You get to keep your passport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you do. So, all right. So, uh, Parker, do this. How can people find you on social media? So, we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, but I'm most active on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter by looking up our Twitter handle is at Pawnee Storm, and P and S are both capitalized. You could also just go on Google and type in Pawnee Storm Chasers. Okay, that works. Very good. Well, I'll tell you what, folks, with with the holidays here, I need to tell you guys about the Drive Weather app. Um, I mentioned this last episode, but in the winter for me, whenever I would travel, because I would travel multiple states to go visit family over the holidays, uh, I would always have to look up. I would look up the forecast of every single National Weather Service field office along my route to whatever state I was driving to to see. And then I would look at the forecast to see by the time I'm driving through that part of the country, what would the weather be like just to kind of see where, where am I going to hit certain things and where won't I? Well, lo and behold, uh, out comes the Drive Weather app. Now does all of that for me, and, and with the slide of a timeline, I can see what the weather is going to be like along my route when I get there, right? So it's not showing me if I leave now what's the weather going to be like, and it's showing me 800 miles from now uh, that the weather what the weather is now, right? It's showing me by the time I'm getting there what the weather is going to be like. This is awesome. Uh, the Drive Weather app, it's on iOS and Android. You can uh, get a free version up to two days of weather and uh, get city to city uh, routing, or for nine uh, for the nine dollar ninety nine cent a year subscription, you get seven days of weather. You get the wind direction and speed, so you can tell if you're going to be fighting the wind or not. And you get specific address to address routing. So this is an amazing app, especially this time of year. Uh, find out more at driveweatherapp.com. We're going to go ahead and take our final break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to have a little bit of Weather Fools and, of course, good old Weather Trollbot 5000. Stay tuned.
Marks out of here at HurricaneTrack.com, and you are listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the All right, now it's that time of the show where we are going to identify some weather fools. And this is the part of the show where we find idiots. We find people doing stupid things related to the weather, and we share those with you. So uh, why don't I get this started, Phil? I know we've got uh, four weather fools uh, bits uh, tonight, and I'm going to do the first one. And I've shared my screen. I think uh, MJ, you've got that there. <laughs> yeah. So right. let me like let me title. let me. Yeah. So listen, this is coming from. Dumb uh, dumber. <laughs> well, this is coming from yeah. Russia. It's coming from Russia because you know, Russia. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is a classic tale of a young man. And uh, here's what it uh, here's what it looks like. Explain what's happening for our listening audience. Yeah, so two young guys, two young guys having some laughs. Oh, I'm going to stick my tongue oh, to a go. frozen pole. Oh, no. And, we're stuck. and now his oh, tongue, is com- uh, tongue is completely stuck to the pole. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, oh, no. Is he going to rip it off? That's oh, a panic set. Oh, he's trying that. to breathe Man. on at least he's got water. Oh, look at the ice! Look at the crystal oh, yeah. around his tongue. The ice crystal. He's gonna get frostbite. Oh my god! This is what vodka does. Yeah. <laughs> it even look like a real tongue. Yeah, and the guy's oh got god. water behind him, water. and he's just there waiting. And he's just oh, waiting. Oh my man! Goodness. Wow. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, I guess fun. I guess the point here is uh, the point here is uh, uh, you know don't trust your friends. Don't don't. Don't trust anybody. Nice. That's the moral of the story. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> don't, don't trust, don't trust don't anybody. Trust anyone. Parker. That's good. You got one? Yes. yes. Um, so I found a picture on Twitter that was captioned when there's a tornado coming, but you're not afraid of no nader. Um, and it was a picture from one of the tornadoes down in Dixie Alley this last week coming towards a guy in a parking lot who's just sitting there working on his truck while there's a tornado coming straight at him. He just kind of blows and, it off. And, like and I mean, these these were some pretty serious tornadoes on on, on Monday. Yeah. No, they. I'm pretty sure they killed some people. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, wow. it was th- those were nasty tornadoes, and he was just working on the truck. Yep, he's just working on the truck. Oh wow! Nice. Did he look at it and go, eh, or did he not know? Yeah, he was kind of just leaning back, glancing at it. Looked like he was replacing an oil filter or something. <laughs> Again, well, it you got to get that done. You know, it br- brings back so. memories of the lawnmower man from a couple of years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man! All right, Phil, you've got a couple. Uh, you got a couple of weather fools clips. Yeah, as well. so I got a couple now. Now one dates back uh, a, a few months back to when Houston wow. uh, had their flooding. Uh, this was back in September, um, and this was a tweet from the Houston Fire Department, uh, September nineteenth, and they said uh, Houston Fire Department crews performed nine hundred and eighteen water rescues so far today. And have dispatched seventeen hundred and fifty-eight emergency Lord. calls. So you know there's a lot of people doing stupid ass stuff if they're having to do nine hundred and eighteen water rescues. Uh, and that was this was as five forty-eight p.m. in the day. Turn uh, around, don't drown. Oh my Holy gosh! What are they that, in or under? That looks, looks like, like an, an overpass, overpass there. Yeah. You know, yeah. But just Holy just God. ridiculous. And and then the next one is this. So if if you're a fan of clowns. Uh, this was this was a tweet. And who isn't? This was yeah. a tweet from uh, Arizona Family Three TV CBS Five. Uh, April Warnicky, who's a meteorologist there, says had a surprise guest during Good Morning uh, Arizona, a scary donut clown. Now she is freaked out by by uh, clowns, and in comes this clown with donuts, and she literally walks off the camera. She's given the the five day forecast. She walks oh. off the camera, and she is freaked out. I mean, she's she does not out. look happy. She no. looks pissed no. off. And and what's what's even worse is so the video keeps going, and she finally goes up to the the anchors at the anchor desk, and the clown kind of keeps following her, and the camera is kind of going along with it, and she just kind of turns away, turns her back. 
he he kind of touches her her back or shoulder a little bit. She freaks out like it's a bug. And she literally is just like, and, and if you listen to the audio, so oh, I'll, wow. we'll put this in the show notes, but it's just amazing how she's like, no, no, go away. Please don't, don't touch me. Don't it do fe- it. It feels like oh. an, an awkward me too moment right here. Oh, it is, <laughs> yeah. Extremely no awkward. It is, it oh, is very, wow. oh, that is oh. very awkward. And, and they're, they're like, but he's got donuts. And she's like, I don't oh. care. I don't care. But but he's totally got the it mask. It's that clown oh, yeah. mask because yeah, it's like sharp teeth. It's so it Phil, is, you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get the audio of that, the whole clip put oh, up onto man. the show notes. Uh oh yeah. Well I'll yeah. put that tweet in the show notes so everybody can go to it and then listen sure, to it and sure. watch. So you know, when, I run and, into a lot of girls that are afraid of clowns. It <laughs> <laughs> sure sure happens to you I a do. lot, doesn't it, man? They do, yeah. No, well no. Well, not anymore. Hey, you, you're afraid of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's that. Not like that. Sprinkles on the donuts. Be yeah. <laughs> well, listen, we'll get uh, Parker's photo and uh, we'll get uh, Phil's uh, two clips and uh, my clip up onto the show notes, episode 95 show notes, and we'll have those up there for you to have a look at the Weather Fools. And uh, Phil, what's up next? All right. So we got coming up. We got uh, we are we are pulling weather trollbot five thousand out of the uh, out of the good old garage, and so if you're not familiar with weather trollbot, so we bought weather trollbot in a garage sale probably a year or so ago, and and we've kind of repurposed her uh, to what we do is we find all the trolls that are out there that are bugging the crap out of our weather friends. And we look at the responses because our, our weather friends are always really professional, usually in the responses that they have for uh, the, the, the weather troll bot or, or for the trolls. Right. And what weather troll bot does is we plug all that information in. Like, what did the troll say? What did what did our weather friend respond with? We plug it in and weather troll bot computes that and she kicks out what that weather person was actually thinking when they responded. Because usually they're not thinking all those nice, professional, kind uh, things that they tend to say. So we've, we've got, I've got four examples uh, tonight I'm going to share with you. And, and we're going to start off with the first one is uh, Mark Elliott uh, from the Weather Channel. And uh, Mark Elliott, this was on Twitter. It was regarding uh, Tropical Storm Imelda. This was uh, back in September when Houston uh, got some flooding and everything else. But the guy's name was Geraldo. He was at Geraldo 63897623. So it had what to was be that like middle a, number? a bot. Yeah, whatever. Six? Anyway, here's what he said. He said, hey, idiot, telling people this event was so well forecast only makes you all look stupid. Because not you or anyone else expected the rain in Texas today. You and, he, uh, he referred to the National Hurricane Center, completely screwed the residents of Texas once again. And uh, Mark came back, and, you know, and, and he, he, well, he didn't just like pound on this guy. He said, oh, how I wish people had better things to say with their time. But alas, there will always be haters, trolls, people that were never taught to be kind not to mention how absolutely factually wrong this one is. But but didn't say anything really bad. So what, what we're going to do is we got to plug this into uh, Weather Trollbot. And then uh, we, we got to basically have her compute, I guess, what Mark, Mark was really thinking. Here's what Mark was really thinking. What an <laughs> clown. You are so incredibly <laughs> wrong it hurts my brain. You may not have been expecting rain, but the rest of us that claim to be intelligent humans were well aware, and shared it with anyone paying attention. Hey, I think I just discovered the missing link between apes and humans. Looking in your direction, Geraldo. (laughs) Geraldo. Weather weather trollbot doesn't have the accent down. No, no, she's still still working on her uh, uh, ethnicity. 5001. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. So that, that was Mark. Um, let's see what we got the next one. Uh, we have, this is, this is Chris Nelson. Mark, you, uh, MJ, you might be familiar with this. Chris Nelson, uh, up at KIMT TV in Rochester is the chief meteorologist yeah. on Twitter. This was regarding interrupting program, uh, programming for tornado and thunderstorm warnings, right? We get this all the time. All People the are time. pissed. So, so uh, the person was uncredited, um, uh, but they, they said, I think it's quite selfish and ridiculous 
that meteorologists and newscasters think part of their job is to be familiar faces, chit-chat, and be, air quote, personalities. It's not, not get to the me- <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, not get to the meat of the matter and do real news and programming. Please get your selfish face back on air and explain when you will re-air the show. You felt you needed to interrupt several times because you couldn't get it right the first time. Your incompetence is quite annoying given the economy in which jobs are becoming more scarce. Most of us can look at our phones to replace you. Okay. And uh, Chris's response hmm. was pretty simple. He said. Uh, please don't be this person. I'm just here to do my job. Uh, and then he had a smile emoji. Wow. 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 So that, that is really, <clears throat> really kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it really wasn't bad. So, but we got to type this in. So we got to mm. find out what, because uh, mm. you mm. know, you know, Chris probably wasn't that short mm. in what he was really thinking in his response. He probably gave himself a few hours to calm down a little bit, but. Uh, Weather Trollbot's going to tell us what was really going on. Here is what Chris was really thinking. People and their f- TV shows. <laughs> I implore everyone to be smarter than this jack. Use your damn phone to find your show streaming somewhere so we can do our job. And warn people of potentially dangerous weather. Poop emoji. <laughs> a, little, a little poop emoji. Oh. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> Good Way grammar, to go, too. Yeah. Poop Way emoji. Go, poop, poop, uh, poop, poop. How did she say it? Pupa, pupa emoji. Yeah, pupa, pupa emoji. All right, now this this is uh, this is one we've been waiting for. So uh, this is um, good old Daniel Shaw, who was actually a former guest uh, with us and was was watching our uh, streaming our our, our uh, recording here. I don't know if he's still on or not. But so so down in Australia. So Daniel's a, a big storm chaser, a media guy down in Australia. He comes back to the states uh, sometimes. Uh, I think just about every year to at some point to do some chasing in the plains and such. But down in Australia, they've been going through a lot of bushfires, ton of bushfires. And he's been taking a lot of photos of the bushfires. And uh, uh, this was on Facebook. And, and one of the things that came back was from uh, an individual named Chris Adams. And uh, Chris Adams said, that's low, taking photos of the fires for money and as people lose their homes. Also, having the stupidity to think taking photos is the priority. Maybe grow up and put down the camera and actually help. Do something useful with your position instead of wanting to be the center of attention. Hashtag severe cash grab. Hashtag where is the compassion? Well, well, Daniel uh, was, was, I mean, with something like that, you, I would fire back. Uh, but Daniel was really polite. He said, hey, was standing next to the homeowners. Their property was fine. They all worked together to put in a containment line. No one, no one was hurt, no property lost. Just a close-up photo looking into the bush approximately 500 meters from their home. He went on to say, I have volunteered 16 hours of my time helping on this long, uh, prolonged bushfire event. So that's pretty professional, right? Yeah, that's nice. Daniel. Just put the facts <clears throat> out there. He's all on. right, so let's, let's type this he in. Is. He's still on. We we gotta we're gonna Daniel. We're gonna find out, brother, what you were really thinking when you responded to uh, what's the guy's name? Chris. Chris Adams. We're gonna throw him under the bus here. But here is what Daniel was really thinking. Good God, is this guy for real? You obviously do not understand how things work outside your f-ing little world. <laughs> Let me make it simple for you. Hashtag hero. Good news <laughs> is no person or property was damaged or in danger near this photo. More good news. I have put in over 16 hours volunteering during this fire and also documenting what is happening to assist others. Bad news. The world has to deal with f- faces like you. Oh. Wow. wow. That was a good one. Wow. Wow, hey, Daniel. Uh, Phil, I yes. got to I got to step in though. Okay. If you know Daniel, Weather yeah. Trollbot is really downplaying was <laughs> really thinking that that yep. that that could be a little true you know she she's she takes all we she takes the input we give her that's all she takes so uh if she spent a little bit more time with daniel it might be but you have to remember that's this is the holiday version of weather right, troll by 5000 right. hey, what we okay. should do is give a weather troll bot an australian accent uh, MJ, i yeah. could do that too that's not a bad what, MJ, are you seeing his note he yes i am it. yeah What's he saying? You want to see that up? Sure. 
Didn't need to defend myself prior to entering a bushfire and emergency. I assisted three people involved in an accident. Never tweeted it, but shall mention it here. Yeah, awesome. we, we tell you what, yeah. you don't need to convince us, Daniel. I can tell you that much well, uh, that, that you're doing good work for people. But all right, so here's the last one. This is uh, wow. KSDK St. Louis meteorologist Tracy Hinson. This was on Twitter regarding body shaming. Uh, and this was, she was responding to Mary. Mary, Mary said, do you ever watch yourself giving the weather report? Seems that you need a girdle for the stomach overhang, which shortens the front of your dresses. Today was not the first time I've noticed this. Maybe you should wear a top that covers the bulge in your stomach. God, people. Uh, I, I mean, someone would just say, uh, it's just so stupid what is wrong with people what is wrong with people that's that's the quote every time uh coal in their stockings we're gonna make a t-shirt that just says what is wrong with people all right tracy responded she said dear mary yes i do watch my air checks no i will not be strapping myself into a girdle because you don't like my belly i like pasta bread and cheese too much (laughs) to obsess over my weight i like my body and that's all that really matters heart tracy Hashtag not for fat shaming. So good job, Tracy. But but I, I do I do want to find out maybe what Tracy was really thinking in that response, and I'm sure all of you do too, right? Sure. So we're, we're typing that in. All right, let's see what comes out of Weather Trollbot. Here's what Tracy was really thinking. It really is hilarious that you think I give a. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing me. You keep doing you. Damn, this pasta bread and cheese is so damn good. What do you think, Mary? Ha ha. You? I am just kidding. <laughs> what do you think, Mary? Ha ha. <laughs> you, I'm just kidding. That's a good response. Uh, well done. That's All funny. right. So that uh, that was yeah. uh, that was good old weather troll bot. We're definitely gonna have to bring her back in uh, at some point here soon. She's always she's a favorite. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, on that note, <laughs> right? Yeah, happy no holi- kidding. Happy Have holidays. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it, it is definitely time to check our freak fan box. Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. All right, FJ. What do we got? All right, we've got Greg Warren checking in on Twitter. Uh, says uh, tweeted this out to Stormfront Freak and at uh, Midland USA. Thank you for the Midland USA weather radio. I always oh, look nice. forward to posts and podcasts from at Stormfront Freak. So thanks, Greg, for checking in and ha- happy you won. Yeah, congrats. That's awesome. That's a good. So one. that's that's what we got in the in the mailbag for today or the fan box. Please uh, feel free to tweet to us. Uh, send us your things. Uh, your uh, comments. Send us your things. things. No, don't do that. Add questions <laughs> at Stormfront. Oh, I can't wait to see what comes in the mail next. Yeah, no kidding. We'll, we'll put out your address. Uh, and then uh, we are on Twitter, of course, at Stormfront Freak. So now you're going to get a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah lots of things. All right. So I think that just about does it for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. Thanks for listening or watching. Uh, before I go ahead and reveal our next guest, uh, I do want to remind you guys, if, if you if you love listening or if it helps you uh, get through your car ride, whatever it is, uh, we love the great reviews. We love uh, hearing the great things. Uh, if there's something you like that we're doing, uh, let us know. Uh, you can either certainly, as MJ talked about, you can email us at questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or jump on social media and uh, let us know that way as well. And and then uh, subscribe to the show. You know, it's always great. We're getting all kinds of new subscribers every single episode uh, of people that are finding us. Uh, but subscribe to the show because when we upload the latest show, and, and it's been a little bizarre here over the holidays, uh, getting getting our every two weeks show out. Uh, it's a little bit different, but we've been pretty close. So what it does is if you subscribe to the show or follow the show on your podcast app, it just guarantees you get the, the next show the minute we upload that and you've got it in your uh, podcast box. So special thanks to our guest tonight, Peter Coppice. Peter, thank you. Hey. Parker, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Peter. Parker, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate having you on. Thank you. Uh, and also joining us with Weather Fools. Uh, that, that's always fun. And I'll, I'll say this. Parker's been great about sending us uh, stuff, too, and, and looking for Trollbot yes, stuff have. and looking for Weather Fools. So you're, you're a contributor to the show, not just tonight. You've been a contributor to the show multiple times. Uh, but our next episode, we are recording live on YouTube uh, Thursday, January 9th. 
uh, our normal time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. And we're going to have with us to start off the new year, the hurricane man himself, Josh Morgerman, uh, is going to be with us, uh, assuming he's not out chasing some tropical storm somewhere. Uh, but we're uh, definitely looking to have him on to start off the new year. And like I said, we'll have some uh, new things to let you know about regarding our 100th uh, episode uh, get-together that we're going to have down in Oklahoma City. So uh, we'll give you more details there, too. So for MJ and, and Maz and Greg and Parker, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear. We'll catch you guys next time. Cheers. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.